Hey, what's up, guys? It's Rico from the Made in China podcast, Source Fine Asia Manufacturing Consulting Company, and the Source Fine Asia YouTube channel. Speaking of YouTube, this episode is a repost from our YouTube channel. So if you want to watch the video, head to the YouTube channel right now. It's called Working for a Foreigner in China. Um, it should be our latest video as of November 29th, 2018. And essentially, I just interviewed our project manager, Imogen Lam. Um, I'm not going to go too deep into the history there. Like I talk about it in the in the video. Um, and, you know, should give you an idea of the internal workings within the business. Uh, a little bit more insight into me as a boss. And Imogen talks about, you know, what it's like working for a foreign company. What it's like dealing with Chinese manufacturers. She was, we were in Nantong organizing an entire factory operation. So that was a unique experience for her. She talks about how she feels about that and, um, you know, sort of her plans for the future. So I think it's going to be a, a very interesting episode. Like I said, if you want to see the actual visuals, see what Imogen looks like, um, see a couple clips of Nantong, see a couple clips of the factory, head to the YouTube channel right now. If not, enjoy the episode. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. What's up, YouTube? It's Rico here, CEO of Social in Asia, and I'm currently in Nantong, Jiangsu province. So you might be wondering, why am I here? It's the usual factory business. I'm uh, actually building out a quality management system for one of my clients. I'll talk about that in another video because this is going to be a long-term project. But in this video, I uh, had the chance to sit down with my project manager. Any of you guys who've worked with me before have had some sort of interaction, maybe even listened to the podcast, Made in China podcast. Uh, you probably heard me mention the name Imogen a lot. I'm really proud of her. She's been working for me for the past two years. Started off as an intern in the company, um, part-time. At the time, to be honest, the first month that she worked for me, I didn't like her. <laughs> like, I almost, I almost uh, wanted to let her go after the first month. But I had this realization. The reason why I didn't like her is because she would finish her work and then she wouldn't do anything else. She would just kind of hang out and watch videos on Yuku, which is the Chinese version of YouTube. And then I realized, well, you know, like, like, like I was in school, I, I got bored easily when I was in challenge. And I thought that, you know, maybe she's not challenged. So I started to give her more and more work. And I actually told her, because we have these monthly sit-downs where we do a, a, a review. And I told her, I was like, look, I think that you're smart. Obviously, you finish your work very quickly, but I want to see a little bit more hustle. If you finish your work, tell me that you're done and I'll give you more stuff to do. I just give people as much as I think they can do. But if you can do more, please let me know. So... She started doing that in the second month, and she just rocketed since she's the youngest, was the youngest person in, in the company. Um, she was managing people that are older than her, like I manage people that are older than me. And uh, yeah, we're, we, she was with me for five days here. She just left, uh, filmed her on her way out. I'm going to be here for another three days. And before I forget, I'm back with another one. <laughs> Um, welcome for Southwest Asia as the project manager. 
and I have working here for like almost twelve, uh, two years. Almost twelve years. Two years. <laughs> so, what does uh, what does project manager do? What's the job? Uh, basically, Rico will pass the projects to me, pass the client to me. I I need to arrange the whole production, uh, for from finding the supplier to, uh, shipping out the products. And then. So managing other people that do that. Yes, and I need to give some tasks to the employees and let, uh, lead, um, as a leader. Okay. Where, um, where are we right now? Oh, we are in Nantong. I'm in a car. I'm rushed to another station. Uh, the, yes. You leave in work early on a Friday. <laughs> no. To go hang out with your family. I, I already get up at six thirty this morning. Well, I woke up at six, so. <laughs> okay, so what is it like working in a foreign company? But did you ever work in a Chinese company before? Yes, As an intern, or like a part time, part time for Chinese company. What company did you work? Mm, a sales. I don't know whether you know it. Um, uh, I forgot. I forgot. It's just a Chinese company. Do you remember what it was like? I actually I don't work there for a long time, but I know what a Chinese company is like because most of my friends work in a Chinese company, and they are quite being comp. No, just they are stressed out because their uh, leader is quite strict yeah. and very old traditional. What is it like working for uh, SFA? I guess. And then I have more rooms to show my to make my abilities like grow my abilities. And yes, and I have uh, I have more times to learn stuff that I want to learn. Can you talk about when you first started working for me? What you thought of the company then, and then what you think of the company now? The first time I come to SFA is a apartment. Yeah, yeah, apartment. yeah, the apartment is not even clean. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, because there's a cat there and there's some smell. The first time I went in, I I, I said uh, there's some smell, but later I just get used to it and become just focus on the work. But I but right now we are working in the CBD of Guangzhou, and. I like think I that my <laughs> no, I just think that it's just like I, because I just graduated from my school for almost one year, and uh, I think it's a big changes during these two years from the apartment to a uh, office uh, office, yeah. and I love to grow with SFA together. Where do you see where do you see the company going in the future? Um. You know, it's up and down, but right now, cause, uh, cause I I was thinking about I, uh, I don't know when the company is down, myself my uh, I am down too, yeah. and right now is I think the up of the company, and I still figure out that I have a lot of things to learn in this company, so I don't think it will like just go into a giant company in a short time. No, but yeah, most most companies don't grow like but, that. I believe as myself still have room to grow, so the company will still grow very, 
yeah, to a big company. So speaking of growth uh, or learning new things, I guess this whole trip in Nantong is a unique experience for you, right? Yes. Talk about what you've what you've experienced and what you're learning. It's the first time that we, I that I have to organize a company. A factory. Yeah, uh, the factory. Yes, and we dig out to find what's the problem of the factory, and we communicate with all the staff, uh, the managers from the factory, and find out the problem. And it's just like some kind kind of like a police or a detective, yeah. and find out the problems and try to find solutions that's, that's for it. The more, the more I do this, the more I describe to people like you have to kind of be a detective when you are trying to find problems in the factory. Yes. So and yesterday, it, I mean, talk about yesterday well, when we were interviewing all those all the different, different managers and stuff. Yeah, it's like I when I after I interviewed them, I feel stressed out. It's just <laughs> exhausting because just like I'm doing a detective work and find out the solution. Oh, that's all. So what else did you what else did you learn? Uh, I learned that the systematic, uh, systemize is very important, no matter for a company or a factory, yeah. since the world is growing so fast right now. Speaking of systems, like we have quite a few systems in our in our company. Uh, what do you think of? What did you think of? What did you think of the systems when you first? And you've seen some of the systems grow since that time period. Like, I think when you first started working, I didn't have too many SOPs or. I don't, I don't think we were using. We were, were we using. We weren't using Zoho. We were using Asana. Yeah, we were using Asana. What, what other systems have changed since that time? Um, I think the SOPs have just grown. I think that's. Yes. Biggest. We just had more and more SOPs. I think the biggest change is from Asana to Zoho. Yeah. Which is, I want to do a video about that in the future. What I think is really cool is that now we're going to have the factories, or at least one of our factories in Zoho with the customer at the same time. I think that's going to be an interesting yes, interesting experience. Uh, okay, what do you like to do in your spare time? Uh, just kind of like hanging out with friends. The biggest hobby for me is movie. Movies? Yeah. Okay. Chinese uh, movies or? All kinds of movie. I watch it for, uh, in the theater or watch it at home. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in uh, five to ten years? I think I will have my own business. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, uh, your, your own business? Living in Guangzhou or Shanghai? Or oh, also Guangzhou. In Australia? No, I, I love Guangzhou. Okay. Yeah. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed this little quick hit podcast. Um, we've got a ton of content coming down the pipeline. Um, I'm actually going to be getting rid of some of my, not getting rid, but I'm going to be decluttering my episodes. I've got a ton of backlogged podcasts that I just never released. So um, I'm going to be focusing on those. I don't think I'm going to be recording any new podcast between now and the end of the year. Um, just to give you an idea of the kind of stuff that's coming, there's second year in China lessons, which I did with Harrison. Um, we actually, there's going to be a video component to that 
So we were at the IFC, 70th floor, um, ha- hanging out, having a couple of drinks, and, and I interviewed him. Uh, we've got Black Panther in China, which is probably going to be like a two-part episode where I, me and Nick, um, Nick Nerov, who's been on the podcast a bunch of times, we sat down and reviewed Black Panther and how it relates and how it kind of relates to being in China and you know the the dynamics, the social dynamics and stuff like that involved with it. Um, yeah, there's 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 a lot of episodes that I I can't even think of right now, but there's probably a good four or five episodes that I just want to get rid of during this just during this holiday holiday season. All good content. I just never got to it, maybe because the episodes were extremely long. Um, maybe they weren't as manufacturing centric, uh, and that's part of the reason. But for whatever reason, those episodes are going to be out soon. And uh, hope you guys have a you know good holiday season. If you want to reach out to me, that's podcast at sourcefinanger.com. If you want to see the show notes, that's sourcefinanger.com slash made in China. And uh, of course, if you want to reach out to the company at sourcefinanger.com, Instagram, socials, sourcefinanger, one word, same thing with the YouTube channel. Cheers. Shake it if you can Show all the boys around the pocket